0: Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's Friday, November 10th, episode 3304, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people, and happy Veterans Day. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you
0: make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads.
3: Enjoy the show.
0: That's right. It is Friday. I'm happy about that. I don't know about all of you, but today we do have a fun show to lead you into the weekend. Patricia Kelly is back to tell us about her latest project, Black Boots Magazine, and we have Sherry Prills going to join us and explain the Pasifino. Remember, Jamie, a couple of weeks ago, we ended up talking about Pasifinos again, and I said, we got to get somebody on to explain Pasifinos to us. She's the one, and this was recommended by an auditor. So she also does some stunning photography and sells prints if you want something for the holidays. Jamie's going to do a training tip on standing still. Is that for me or the horses? Because I'm not.
2: Really good <laughs> You're not. <good. laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll really tell, talk to Jen.
0: <laughs> and some really bad ads. Yes, we do have bad ads. They continue coming in week after week. Uh, five days now to send your entries in. I know a lot of you are working on your songs and your poems and things like that. Uh, remember, you get extra. You get extra entries into all the four, over four thousand dollars in prizes if you do send a song or a poem to us. You can do that by going to horseradionetwork.com and network com Clicking on the Radiothon tab at the upper right. Also, I'm very excited to announce that the swag store, the gift store, is now open. Remember the other day I showed you the brand new artwork for this year of our horses from Jessica Troop. And it's so cute and so pretty. Well, now you can get mugs and you can get Christmas ornaments. I don't know about you, but I've gotten a Christmas ornament every year. She's done them now. So I have to get in uh, Christmas cards, uh, note cards, all kinds of things with our beautiful... uh, design on it you can go to that right now at cafe press i'll put the link in the show notes for today's show and we'll post it all over social media over the weekend it's all very affordable yeah and you Mm. know where does the proceeds go
2: to the Horse and Hound Rescue Foundation. <laughs>
0: that's great. I love
2: it. That was so nice of Jessica to choose them.
0: And I I do have another announcement today for Radiothon, and that is we have picked a charity for this year. I, I spent a lot of time talking to her. They have been on our show numerous times. I have met their horses numerous times, actually. And that's the Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Program here in Florida. They're probably one of the most well-known therapy programs, but they also have a lot of horses. And... In downtimes, as you know, with horse and hound, charities do not get as many donations when the economy's not as good. And I said, well, look, we'll help you out this year. So that's the official charity. And I'm very excited to announce that their superstar, Magic, who is their star therapy horse, who just won an award at the Manhattan Film Festival for a documentary about Magic, Magic showed up in a limousine in the back and uh, Magic's going to join us in the first hour of Radiothon. So he might be our first horse guest that we've ever had. So um, I'm going to look to you for interpretation on what he's saying, though, because you are the you trained under the first horse whisperer, so I'm coming on <laughs> you, Jamie. <Jimmy. laughs> I'm but, just
2: looking through the Cafe Press uh, stuff. There's a lot of Geld That Stuff mm, merchandise. Still in
0: there. Oh, wow. You can get the that so Stuff cool. stuff in there. So, And all of our past Christmas cards are still in there, too, if you scroll down. So you can find a lot of different things in there, and it all goes to support Horse and Hound Rescue. Thank you to Jessica. She's, it's her store, and she donates the money. So uh, we love our listeners. Let's do some Daily Winnie's. That's right. We have a couple of auditor birthdays uh, today. Jennifer Bruce Mascaroni and Gwen Roberts. Happy birthday to both of you.
2: Well, every once in a while, I can guilt my husband into participating in activities horse related with me, but my husband doesn't have a driving pony or anything, nor would he ever want one. Um, so, uh, he rode, do you remember my little horse Maverick? He's my little mini Duke. He's the, the newer buckskin yes. that I bought. His, yeah. his, his job was to kind of help me, uh, start babies. He's not the soundest thing in the world. Bless his heart. He's just kind of like a Well, I bought him thinking he was, I didn't think, they told me he was eight and sound and he's, I did some brand research. He's 15. He's got really bad ring bone, has zero range of motion in his front fetlocks and, but, but he needed, he needed me. So, uh, I decided to go on a trail ride the other day and I've been ponying Pharaoh doing some physical therapy with him and then riding, I rode ACE. And so I was like, do you want to come with me? You can ride Maverick. And so he did. And so we threw Chad's Western saddle up on Maverick and went for a walk. And it was, that horse was awesome. An old lame
0: horse is perfect for horses.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was perfect. Chad's like, he's behind me. And he's like, this horse, this is so pilot-like of a way to describe (laughs) riding a horse. This horse Retains an appropriate amount of distance from the horse in front of it. (laughs) I really appreciate that. And it goes at a very appropriate speed. (laughs) I was like, that is own like a type personality i need to set the speed did he try and call the
0: tower at any point Uh
2: (laughs) i know right this horse maintains an appropriate amount of distance from the horse in front of it i was like oh my god what is wrong with you (laughs) he's like i don't have to speed him up or slow him down he goes at an appropriate rate of speed as well
0: he's
2: like this is the greatest horse ever
0: how we like them. <laughs>
2: okay, cool. I'm glad it's going at an appropriate speed and maintaining an appropriate distance. What is wrong with you? We
0: like to just sit there. We don't want to have to make decisions. Exactly. We don't want to do any of that. Uh,
2: and then I realized, too, because Duke, who he's ridden for years, doesn't neck rain. And watching my, I'm like, no, neck ring, like just move your hand across the neck. It's like, it was the most awkward (laughs) attempt of turning a horse ever. I was like, okay, we got to work on that. But yeah, that was his review. Appropriate distance and appropriate speed. (laughs) That's
0: perfect. (laughs) That's for me all right um also you know you had said something about pharaoh too what's going on with pharaoh
2: oh yeah 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 so i've been doing all this physical therapy with pharaoh because um when he came you know when they come off the track they are giant balls of muscle just you know and he's so fit well as he started to lose the muscle um and started to get to know him i realized that i don't feel like he's Really firing on all cylinders as far as like where his feet are and stuff. So I had the vet out. We did a lot of work. Um, she did a lot of tests and determined that he probably has EPM. Well, he has EPM. Uh, so I started a 30 day regimen. And I mean, many of them
0: that don't. <laughs>
2: like, I know, right? I mean, he's New York. That's where EPM's even in New York. All possums need to leave the earth. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't care what you think. Uh, so He was from New York and born in Kentucky and then lived in New York. So somewhere along the lines, he got that. So he comes here. So we started the 30 day treatment and I had asked her, I said, when will I see improvement? Now I have like a little wooden lip on the stalls when you walk in and out of the stalls and he would hit All four feet, clunk, clunk, clunk. You could always hear him coming in and out of the stalls. And I asked my vet, I said, okay, we're doing all this treatment. When am I going to see results? And she's like, two weeks. And it was like two weeks to the day that the clunking stopped when I would walk him in and out of the stalls. So that was great. So she came out yesterday to do a recheck on him. And uh, she was like, wow. This is a huge improvement, huge. So I've been long lining him over poles, doing a lot of therapy, trail trail riding him, taking him up down the hills and the pasture and on the trail and, and just, just making sure he's doing it, but I can't sit on him. I haven't been able to ride him. It's been, she was like, I don't recommend riding horses when they don't know where their feet are. And I was like, that seems fair. Uh, yeah, that so- seems like a logical uh- <laughs> So she did all the tests on him yesterday. She's like, he knows he knows where his feet are. This is great. This is like a huge improvement. I've had him on KPPs, uh, the uh, probiotics that they have. I've had him on the KPP liquid vitamin E. He's been on the EPM meds. He's on some hooey uh, herbal supplement that some Person concocted for EPM treatment, which now I've sent to listeners because they've been asking me about it. So I'll send you the picture if you want. But I mean, he's been on everything. I'm giving him a little magnesium. I'm just throwing the kitchen sink at this horse because it is strange, Glenn, because this is. The the, the main problem I, I, I recognized with him was I was like, why is this horse so quiet? He's so quiet. He doesn't. Nothing bothers him. And he's a three-year-old thoroughbred and he's just not reactive to anything. And this, when I talked to Leandra Cooper at new vocations in Kentucky, she was like, this honestly is kind of what we're seeing with all of the American Pharaoh babies. They're all just really chill and they don't get bothered by anything. So like the other day I was like, I've never ponied a horse on ACE and I've never taken Pharaoh out of the arena. What could possibly go wrong? Let's do it. And somebody from Brooklyn, well, hey, okay, let's go. And so we let, i like, he just did, didn't get bothered. And so I've been doing it like crazy. So I asked her, you know, now she's like, now he knows where his feet are. And I was like, any chance of maybe tack walking? Uh, and she said, yeah, you can try riding him now. So I'm so excited. <laughs> I get to t- talk. She's we'll like, I've really, His attitude
0: changes now he's feeling better.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we went ahead and ordered. And she was like, this is a huge improvement. I was like, do you think it would be an improvement if we did another month? And she was like, I wouldn't say no. So we're going to do another month of the EPM treatment. We've s- still got all the herbs and all the stuff. KPP uh, also have the, um, rice bran supplement that they use. So I've got that going into him too. And between him and Duke, I am, I am exceeding my feed bill on two horses.
0: Well, you might as well tell us what KPP Supplements is on because they're a sponsor today. So,
2: Oh, cool. That works out great. So he's on the um, Elevate. There's the maintenance powder, but they also have the vitamin E liquid. And that is, you get that from your vet. You just call and your vet will order for you. And so he's on that. And then he's also on the Equijool, which is the rice brand, which is like the high fat supplement. Because what happens to these racehorses is they come off the track and they're so fit. And then all that muscle goes away but they don't have any fat on them. So you got to do some helpful, you know, fat addition. Um, He's also on, I mean, I give all my horses the summer games, electrolytes on cold or hot or any dramatic changes in temperature. He's also on the probiotic wise. So just trying to keep his gut healthy. So pretty much all those things are a part of our everyday. (laughs) So I'm, I'm so like KPP, all their stuff is actually like, Science-backed, and veterinarians recommend it. When I showed my vet all the supplements, she was like, oh, okay. I was like, anything else? She was like, no, you got it. I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> weird.
0: Okay. Well, and the other thing about, Cape when you go to most companies, supplement companies' websites, you go to the product, but they don't say anything. There's no descriptions on the products, and they do that. I don't know why they do that, but KPP has the longest, most detailed descriptions on the product, what it does, what it's going to do, which horses should use it. It really is good. It's the best one out there.
2: Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And they'll help you, too. If you have questions, you can contact them, and that will help you. Especially tell them you listen to the show and you heard about them here. They will definitely help you.
0: Yeah, you'll get extra help if you do that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of helping listeners, we got one to help.
2: Oh yeah. So I had the, I had this horse that came in for training and his name is Chand the man. That's his racehorse name. He was adopted from horse and hound about six years ago and this family's had him for a long time and they just really want him to have a more thorough education. So the, the, the gentleman came, he dropped him off and I was like, okay, what are some of your goals? And he's like, well, I would like him to stand still. And I was like, oh, so he has happy feet. He just moves around. She, he's like he doesn't stand still. Will not stand still. Won't stand still if you're trying to open a gate. He's like I like to learn how teach him how to side pass so I can open close gates. I mean this is like cowboy Oklahoma. They live three hours from me in Oklahoma. So you know that it's rural. Like it is Oklahoma. It's like a dude who has this thoroughbred and he wants it to open and close gates. He wants it to stand still. And I was like, anything else? He was like, oh, well, you know, give me a little couple things. I'd like him stand still in the cross ties. I'd like him stand still here. Most everything was just stand still. And I said, all right, that's something, but like shoot for the moon. What would you like? And he was like, if I'm shooting for the moon. I would really like him to walk, trot, and canter. I was like, okay, I think we can do that too. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, anything else? He's like, I really want him to trail ride. I was like, cool. Like, this is, it's great. This is a great thing. But the first thing I started with was teaching him to stand still. And to teach a horse to stand still, you have to make them want to stand still. And I've seen a lot of trainers that go back and forth and they're like, oh, when they move their feet, just run them in circles. That doesn't work with a thoroughbred because the thoroughbreds are designed to do more. You can't get them tired. You can't tire out a thoroughbred. They will hurt themselves before they will get tired. They will change their balance if they are getting tired and hurt themselves. So you've got to come up with a way to cause the horse to want to stand still. So I start this in the long lines. You can start this on the ground with the halter, but in the long lines is when, um, make sure before you do this under saddle that they know how to back up. Because if you start really backing up a horse and they don't understand that's where rearing can happen. So I teach this in the long lines first and I had them in the long lines and i I started it in the round and then I moved it to the arena. So here's what happens when you're long lining. You just facing away from where they want to go at first. You ask them to whoa with the long lines. I use a vocal cue of like a just a deep breath because the deep breath uh, takes the adrenaline out of your body. So you just take a deep breath and you close your hands and you make contact with their mouth and then they stop. And then they want to walk off. And I've I've covered this before. So basically, here's what happens: the horse won't stand still because they don't want to stand still. So they go to walk off. The important thing is you let them commit to the mistake. They get to walk off three steps. And then you back them up six to eight. So three forward. Okay, one, two, three. All right, let's back up. And then you back them up six in the long lines. And how I back them up, you don't pull and release, pull and release, pull and release. Remember, training horses is a release of pressure. So you're going to hold until you get what you want. So I teach them to back up in the long lines first by just holding and asking for one step at a time. This time, I'm going to hold until they back up six. And then I'm going to completely, after that six step, (sighs) loosen. Good boy. And they're going to stand there. And they're going to go. I'm going to go this way, and they're going to walk off. And it's important to let them to commit to the mistake because how many times have you seen somebody trying to get on their horse and they're like, whoa, 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 and they just jump on the horse hasn't doesn't understand actually what's being asked of it. So let the horse walk off three steps, and then calmly remember training horses and being around horses. You have to be at all times completely non emotional. So that's a hot tip for you there. Being around horses, your job is to remain non-emotional. You can't get too excited, you can't get too mad, you can't get too whatever, you can't just be non-emotional. They walk it's off 3. It's really
0: difficult for some of us in this world.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I it was difficult for me. I had to learn it. But like ever if you're ever getting frustrated or too emotional on in any direction, then stop. Because you're you're going to you're going to confuse them. So they walk off 3. They commit to three and then you back them up six and then soften. And then what you can do is called generalized learning. Once they've got that going really well, and it takes, you know, it may take 10 times. Then you kind of walk them along and stop them facing the barn. And that's like, that's kind of like their graduate step is you ask them to stop facing the barn. Then they're going to walk off let them walk off three, back them up six. This also goes for the saddle. So you want to generalize the learning. I'll take them out in the yard and long line them out in the yard. Then once I'm on them, I want them to stand still wherever we are. Now they've got a pretty good grasp of it by now, but you're sitting on them and they want to walk off. Cool. Walk off three steps. And and you take it with this attitude of like, Oh, I'm so glad you walked off. This is great because now we get to back up. Awesome. I was so hoping we were going to get to back up. This is awesome. Okay, great. So they walk off three, back up six. Then you take them into the arena and they walk off three, back them up six. And, that, and, and it takes less and less time. Generalize the learning. Take him out in the field. Ask him to stand still. Now, I'm not asking him to stand still for half an hour. It's like maybe like a minute you know, or 30 seconds, whatever you can work up to. And they will eventually understand that you have caused them to want to stand still because if they don't stand still, they got to back up. And remember, do you ever see horses in the field backing up for fun? God, does your horse ever back up for fun? No. No. No, Especially they scooter. hate backing up, <laughs> but it is a great way to use it as a training method. Now you dressage riders that are like, we have to teach the rain back. That's different. That's teaching the horse to rain back. They rain back four steps and then they whoop canter off, you know, or whatever. Uh, so teaching a horse to rain back, you're not going to spend half an hour on it. You're going to do a couple steps at a time and move past it. So it's not like you're teaching a rain back as punishment. Cause I've gotten that question before. So just cause the horse to want to do it. On the trail. I'm going to ask you to whoa here. Oh, I don't want to whoa. I'm going to walk off. Cool. Uh, oh, I'm so excited you wanted to walk off because now we get to walk up three steps and then we get to back up six. And then I'm going to drop the reins again. Then <sighs> they the, walk up three. It really does
0: work because after you did it the last time, this is how I taught Scooter in the cart to stand yeah. still.
2: It, uh, it, because in
0: the cart, he really hates to back up. But
2: well, what else yeah. are you like? What else are you going to do? You're going to just wrestle well, with I, them forever? You know, but you it's know? not like
0: I can get to the front end of scooter. You know, the only connection it, I have is the reins. So yeah, yeah, um, and doing
2: it in the long lines probably transmitted yes. made it a lot easier to do once you had yep. the cart attached. It probably took this once. really does
0: work, people. This really does work.
2: <laughs> well, I again, you know, I didn't. I don't need to write a book. I just read the book, you right. know? <laughs> I didn't make all this up. This but you have to true. do
0: it, what, what you said, you have to do it. It has to be a consistent thing. You're doing it on the ground. You're doing it in the saddle. It's it's all the, the thing you do for this particular result.
2: And if you, your horse walks off when you get on him, like say you climb on and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go. No, no, no. Walk off three, back up six. And then your horse will stand still when you mount it because it will not want to walk off because then it has to back up six. So make sure you've got it going really good on the ground and then do it in the long lines, do it in the saddle, do it all the time. All the time. It's just part of it. Like, oh, you walked off, back up six. Cool. There you go. So there's your teaching to stand still. If anybody has any questions, just email me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com.
0: Very good. Thank you, Jamie. All right, coming up to our first guest today, we have Sherry Prill on. And she was actually somebody that we requested that an auditor recommended to talk about Pasifino horses. Uh, she also happens, she has an amazing life story, which we won't have time to get into. But she's also an excellent, wonderful photographer. And you could probably look at some of her prints for the holidays if you want to get somebody a horsey print. Uh, but we're going to get Sherry on right now to talk about gated horses and specifically the Pasafino. Sherry, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're driving and pulled over. We appreciate that.
4: No problem. Happy to be here.
0: So how did your relationship with the Pasifino get started?
4: Ooh, that's quite a story. Um, I used to ride dressage and jumping, and I loved Arabians. And I had gone to the Midwest Horse Fair in Madison, Wisconsin, and I had saw Liberty Class, where they turned a Pasofino stallion loose to, of course, Gloria Estefan's song, and he ran just brilliantly <laughs> hair flying, spunky, just amazing little show he put on, just talented little horse. And then um, someone let me ride one at that event, and I found love. I'm like, it's like riding a cloud. <laughs> and then from there, I was interested in buying an Arabian horse, and I went to a farm, and then the next stall was a Paso Fino. And I understood that the woman was having a hard time with the horse and wanted to give him to a meat market. I couldn't bear the thought, so I offered her. Five hundred bucks and traded some artwork, and she took my offer. And I brought home a
0: Pasofino. <laughs> That's how we always. I wrote him perfectly. He was fine. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, he I was would fine never do something like that. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's Glenn. only done that a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> 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 so, all right. So, the, again, I'm going to be honest with you. you. The question we get from listeners all the time, and that we have, is why it seems like with their gates they don't get anywhere. You know, so kind of explain the Pasofino, and it, you know, and you've gotten this question before. It's not the first time
4: no no i'm actually um i've been the editor and graphic designer for 13 years of paso fino horse world magazine and i've been very involved in the paso fino community so i can tell you about them <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess you um,
4: can i will tell you that the breed's journey started to the americas probably more than 500 years ago and it's a cross between andalusian spanish barbs and there was a breed called a genet and they were gated so when they came to the new world these are horses that are descendants of the Conquistadors throughout South America and Central America. And the breed now is really most popular in Colombia, Puerto Rico, and the United States, although there are some, quite a few in Europe. And they were bred for stamina. So these horses are a higher energy horse, which I personally love. They're very sure-footed and athletic. And, of course, it developed into a flashy show horse. And that's where you see the horses gating, you know, very quickly moving their feet and not going forward very far. So it's a very energetic, fun riding horse, but they can move out. And that is a misconception. Um, there's different types of Pasofinos. There's the pleasure gated horses. You have your performance horses and you have your Fino horses. So you're probably thinking of the Fino horses, which they move with an extremely fast footfall, but they're not going forward very fast
0: yeah they're the ones we had in our neighborhood that they practice on wood on plywood yes yeah
4: mm -hmm, correct um so that is a very exhilarating fun horse to ride but they can move out um one of the farms that i do marketing for is called bessie lou collection and they have their phenol horses they take and they gallop them they're making them move out they largo their largo gate is actually in gate faster than a horse cantering Oh So they do do all of the gates, but some of the fino horses, you know, the people want them to be very collected because that's what they show them in.
0: So it's like any other breed, you know, you you have your show horses and then your trail horses.
4: Yes, and the trail horses can really move out. I mean, there's some pleasure horses that can, they even have largo races at the national show where they race them. And gate. (laughs) And it's really fun to watch.
0: Well, we have a ton of trail riding, as you know, here in Ocala. And you'll see when you go to any particular trail ride where it's a group ride, you'll always see Pasifinos.
4: Oh, they're the best trail riding horses. They really are. They're fun. They're energetic. They want to go. And they're so
0: smooth and comfortable. So it is like riding a couch, kind of? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, so if you, and they come, they're not tall. They're not huge horses either. They're not. They vary
4: between 13 to 15 hands. Yes. But you wouldn't want them big because they're, they're a, a spunky, spicy horse, but they feel big underneath you.
0: We were just, or Jamie just did a lesson on standing still. So if you were to describe the person who, the ideal owner, and I'm not necessarily talking show now, we're talking, you know, trail, let's go trail riding. If you're describing the person who should own it, who should it be?
4: Well, that depends because there is a fossil Fina for every type of rider. If you want a high energy, you know, show horse, there's that. If you want a more relaxed type of horse, they have those also, so each horse has its own personality and different talents
0: well are, you sold you sold the Pasofino here today you should re- <laughs> you really should be part of the organization
3: no
4: question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much and and the gate you know talking about the gate yeah. they are so smooth, so what it is is a four beat lateral gait versus a trotting horse has a two beat diagonal gait, so there's no need to post. they're very comfortable. A lot of people who have um back issues buy Pasinos because they're so comfortable
2: and they're pretty to look at. I just love the way that Sherry talks because she talks like she's riding a Pasifena right now. I just love the way that your cadence is. It's fantastic. <laughs>
4: oh, thank you. That's I'm excited about them. I'm passionate about this breed. They're great.
0: <laughs> and I think they are probably, to be honest, one of the most misunderstood breeds.
4: They are. A lot of people think that there's training methods, harsh training methods, you know, weird shoeing, you know, this is other breeds. The Paso Fino is completely natural. You can see them moving a gate alongside their mothers in the pattern. I mean, it's, oh it's fantastic.
2: God. Those are the cutest videos ever where there's like, a <laughs> little baby Paso <Passofino>, like
4: <laughs> And there's no fancy shoeing. I mean, they're just, they're just a joy to watch. Of course, some are more talented than others. And going back to the classic Fino horse, not all Paso Finos can perform the classic Fino gait. That is truly a talent for specific horses.
0: Well, I own a Hackney pony and of course they're known oh, for their those action, are nice. t- the, you know, they're they're known for their action too, but I own the Hackney pony that has no action. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> you know in any breed you have the ones that are meant for the show and the Roadster ponies and all of that and then I have kind of the trail cart version. <laughs> you know, so it's true of any breed, I think.
2: Are you saying you've got the ghetto pony? I do. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I do. He like, yeah, I get no.
4: you on a <laughs> I think if I if rode
2: a I would just giggle the entire time. like Because it'd be so cool. It's like Because that, that's one horse I've never sat on.
4: If you get a chance, do it. Especially if you can have access to a really well-trained, good quality horse. They're just a joy to ride.
0: And what I have seen people ride them for the first time, and it, it, they do giggle the whole time. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happens. And there's different, different divisions.
4: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead.
0: No, because they're different. Because they're just different. Yeah.
4: And now they have different divisions that they're shown in. So there's actually three types, like I had mentioned earlier, the pleasure, performance, and classic pheno. So the pleasure division is what we would consider like more of a trail, more relaxed type of horse, but still flashy for the show. And they perform three different gates in the show. They do a walk. They do a quarto, which would be similar to the speed of a trot. And they do the largo, which I mentioned earlier is similar to like a speed of a canter. Then we have the performance division. That's fun to watch. Those are horses with a lot more animation. They're picking up their legs higher. They have um, a lot of brio. And when we talk about brio too, um, that's something common among people in the breed. It's referring to their inner fire or their spirit. And um, that's exciting to watch with the um, performance horses. And then we have the classic Fino, as I mentioned earlier, and you had talked about the sounding board and that is something they do in competition. It's a big, long strip of wood that's in the middle of the arena. And, you know, they're jamming out playing great music the whole time the horses are showing, but then they turn the music off and each horse goes one by one on the sounding board and the judges will listen to the rhythm. It has to be very consistent and perfectly engaged. So, um, horses can get disqualified if they don't have the perfect rhythm, um, but it's really exciting. People cheer and go crazy for their favorites. And then we also have a figure eight test, which is two poles in the middle of the arena. And FINA horses will have to go around the figure eight several times and they cannot lose gait. They have to be consistent and quick with their footfall. And it's really exciting. If you ever get the chance to go to a Puzzle Fino show, they just cheer and get crazy for their favorites. And it's really exciting.
0: I think it's ironic, too, that you went from the quietest sport dressage to (laughs) Finos, one of the loudest, and I have been to the World Equestrian Center to see them, and one of the loudest, most energetic audiences you'll find.
4: Yes, but I love all horse breeds, and I work with all horse breeds. But yeah, Pasofino's are special.
0: Well, and that shows, let's go to your photography, because that shows in your photography. I went to stunningsteeds.com, and you can tell with your photography that you have been exposed to different disciplines and different types of horses. In your photography, you can tell you've captured the different styles, really.
4: Yes, all my life, I've just been, you know, drawn to horses. I don't know why. Nobody in my family likes horses. I grew up in the city of Milwaukee. There's no horses there. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I've always been drawn to horses. And it's, it's my passion. I love every breed. I really do. You've Everything. Done, every horse has something special to show you.
0: And you've done carriage show I mean, you've done every kind of show imaginable uh, when you look at your photography. And I understand that you just recently did the Gypsy Vanner Nationals. That must be a fun show for a photographer.
4: Actually, I was not able to go because I got COVID. I'm recovering from COVID right now. But I'm on my way driving to a Gypsy Banner farm right now to take photos.
0: Yeah, that (laughs) must be fun doing gypsies because they're just photogenic to begin with.
4: Oh, the hair. Love the hair.
0: (laughs) I know. Well, I got to say that your artwork is stunning. Can people actually buy prints like for their wall? Absolutely. And uh, just go on there, right on your website, can they do it?
4: Absolutely, and they can contact me if they see something special they would like for their home. That's yeah, absolutely an option. And um, I do specialize in doing private farm shoots, so I come out to you and take photos of your horse. Let's let's get that Hackney some photos. <laughs> <laughs> you need
0: some. Where do you Where do you live? Where Where are you located?
4: I live in Tampa, Florida, and okay. then also part time in Ocala, Florida.
0: Okay, cool. But you'll go anywhere, obviously. I go
4: international. Yeah, I'll go anywhere. Wherever there's a horse, I'm there.
2: <laughs> she goes north for the winter, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, this is fascinating. Your, your artwork, your, your pictures, your photography is stunning. Uh, it is artwork. Um, so you can find that at stunningsteeds.com. We'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. Thank if somebody you. is looking for somebody to buy that uh, perfect gift, that that art that's going to go above the mantle. This is the, That's the art we're talking about. Uh, and you can find a ton of different variety on her website. Go check that out. And thank you so much for clearing up the Pasifino for us. We appreciate it.
4: Absolutely. Like I said, anyone gets a chance to ride one, do it. They are wonderful.
0: All right. Thanks, Sherry. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. Now I think we have a better understanding of of what they what they do and what why they do it.
2: I love it. You do love see a love
0: t- ton of them around here with the trail horses. You see a lot of passos. Uh, yeah. And I think partly because they're the right size for people, too. They're not overly large. When you're on a trail horse, you're not looking for a 17-hander. Um, so... So they're right size for a lot of people. And then you also see a lot of people like me, senior citizens riding them. Because I think (laughs) they're so easy to ride. You know, it's just like smooth.
2: Are you Uh, technically a senior citizen?
0: Oh, I've been getting uh, the AARP stuff for about 10 years. What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I get that in the mail. They just give that to anybody over 30. Well, I'm 61. I would be a senior. Do you ask for senior, oh, I get, senior discounts? No, at, I like, have not
0: because I cannot. I, I know I should because it's saving money, but I just can't mentally it. just it. hurts yourself. It does. Like, I think I've been given it by default. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Here's Here, sir, let me carry your bag out. And I'm going to go ahead and add that 5% <laughs> discount for you being old.
0: We're going to take a break for a sponsor, and then we're going to come back with Patricia Kelly. She's been on our show many times before.
1: You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like Mini Horses and Ridiculous Ranches, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from Horse and Rider on Demand and BarrelRacing.com. Live the action, learn from the pros, love the stories. Subscribe to
2: Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit TV .tv to subscribe. I'd like to welcome to the show, Patricia Kelly. Good morning. Thank you for joining us.
3: Good morning. It's a great morning. (laughs) It is. Where in the world are you? I'm in Connecticut.
2: Oh, then it's probably a beautiful fall morning for you. Crisp and cool. Leaves are changing.
3: Well, you know, we've kind of peaked on that. And I think we're at the backside of it right now. But it's not raining. We've had a lot of precipitation, but it's not raining now. And uh, there's some sunshine. So it, we're happy. Oh my and there's gosh. no snow. <laughs> not yet. Give it a day. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> so we've had you on before to talk about some of your uh, your things you got going on. But now you're starting a new magazine. Tell us about Black Boots Magazine.
3: So, um, Black Boots Magazine is a derivative of the Black Boots Awards. So, um, we've been working on having a national celebration of black equestrians, tradesmen, um, farriers, saddle makers, um, in all disciplines of the, the horse industry for many years now. And, um, we actually had our first, um, Ceremony, Black Boots Awards, uh, ceremony for Black equestrians nationally in January of this year. And so that was just wonderful. We had over 120 nominations from across the country. We had seven national, um, judges to judge the nominations. And we actually had the award ceremony at the Greater Hartford Performing Arts here in Hartford, Connecticut in January. And it was, absolutely amazing um we had black equestrians coming in from almost every state in the union it was just magnificent so out of that um the reason for the black boots awards number 1 is to recognize the the accomplishments and the work of black equestrians um today and in Former years and past years, you know the legacy of black black equestrians and we we noticed that there was really wasn 't much conversation around black equestrians, although you know the, the history shows that black equestrians has have, have made a tremendous mark on the industry without recognition so um we began this effort, this initiative to honor and recognize black equestrians um and had the first ceremony so out of that, it was such a tremendous response. We also recognize that these equestrians um, in every facet of the horse industry was posting on social media what they are doing, you know, all of the amazing things that they're doing. Uh, But again, social media has its traps because if I don't follow you, I don't really know what you're doing. Matter of fact, I don't even know you. And so the effort was to get these kinds of amazing works and and accomplishments out of these social media traps into uh, a more broader national, um, opportunity for people to be seen in what, in the work they, that they were doing. So thus again, the Black Boots Awards. And then out of that comes the magazine that we distribute, um, all over the United States and, and, and in London, in England. So, um, that was an effort to just show the works that are being done. And we have gotten tremendous responses. We've got, um, sponsors like Ariat, Tractor Supply, um Smart Pack, Dover Saddles, um just so many who think that it's important because, you know, everyone's talking about DEI, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion. Um and you can't do that without recognizing that Black equestrians are here and we're doing a lot of different things. We have organizations, we're horse trainers, we're saddle makers, we're polo riders, we're jockeys, we're all of these without it being known. So, this is an effort to just just to bring it to the wider screen, if you will, so that everybody knows um as many people as we can reach to to understand that we're here and we're doing a lot of great work.
2: You know what? I mean, this is such at the forefront. We had Sarah and Maslin Neuron last week to talk about her new book, The Jockey and Her Horse. And we had Raymond White on as well. And they're telling the story of the jockey, Cheryl White. And now, I mean, talk about bringing it to the screen. They're going to be making a movie.
3: Yes, and they should. Absolutely. And they absolutely should. So we're right. we're excited about that. I think uh, uh that was in our last edition of the magazine. Um, Cheryl White and and her her um entree onto the um horse industry and so yes, there should be a movie done about that because it was um it was a tremendous drive for her.
2: It was amazing. So where can people get the magazine and check it out?
3: So um it's a digital magazine. It's not going to be in print for a couple of years, but we're, we're now doing it digitally. And you can go to the Black Boots Awards um, um, page on our website, which is ebonyhorsewomen.org. And you can get a copy and you can also subscribe so that uh automatically you will get one as each edition comes out.
2: Fantastic. Patricia Kelly, it's always a joy having you on. Thank you so much for joining us and good luck with Black Boots Magazine.
3: Well, thank you for having me. Thank you.
2: For first-time horse owners and new
1: riders, finding the information and support you need can be challenging. That's why Equine Network has partnered with Sentinel and Absorbine to bring you my new horse. From important horsekeeping information and how-to videos to social media communities, exclusive experiences, and more, My New Horse is your one-stop shop for riders of all levels and disciplines looking for easy-to-understand horse care information and guidance. Start your horse ownership journey today. Visit MyNewHorse.com.
2: If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but... That's
0: right. Right, It is time for really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads either from Craigslist or Facebook. And we just have a little bit of fun with them. And we have a bunch of them for you today. We hope that this helps take you into the weekend with a smile. The first one, or actually we have a bunch that were submitted that we just won't have time to get to. Who are those people, (laughs) Jimmy?
2: Karina, Amy, Steph, Brooklyn, Cheryl, and Lisa, all you guys are entered in for the prizes, but uh, we may not get to your ad, but the prizes we don't have yet, but we're, we're having a, having a problem, Glenn. Yes. Everybody that's submitting ads is sending either links, which by the time we get to check the link, it's gone. So, send us a screenshot of it or take a picture of it. Uh, and also, don't just send pictures because I can only work so hard to describe <laughs> what's I'm, what I'm looking at. Like, one of these is, that we're going to do is, is a picture and it's amazing and hilarious but it's more funny if you can see it. So, send ads with text.
0: Yeah, with that, that's that, that helps us out a lot. So, Faye sent this one in. It's, a lo- it's some text, not a lot of text, but it's a picture of a horse standing by an electric fence. Kind of, you can see it from this back. I can't see the front of its face. Uh, and it's a seven-slash-eight-year-old stud horse. Hmm. Five, uh, okay sign, okay sign, if you can load him in Stevenson, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> That That's Alabama,
2: Glenn. It's a seven-year, eight-year-old stud horse, $500. If you can load him, he's yours, all right?
0: <laughs> I think that says it all in this ad. You don't really need more. It says exactly what he's like.
2: No, there's one more thing that <laughs> oh, needs
0: to be added. Yeah.
2: Geld that <laughs>
0: And where can you buy it some of that merchandise, it. Jamie?
2: You know what? You can go to our uh what was it called? Our cafe the...
0: press store, which I will have a link to in today's show.
2: Ugh, I'm gonna send them a shirt. <laughs> Cause the horse actually kind of looks like the horse in the, in
0: it, the does, thing. <laughs> it does actually.
2: All right. The next one came in from Aaron, and this is Cinderella Seeks Stepsisters. And this is in West Windsor. So I'm assuming this is British. I don't know. Uh Lady Cinderella, Chicken of Quill Hill, is seeking help from a fairy godmother to bring her a few stepsisters to keep warm over the upcoming winter months. Spinster sisters are welcome as Cinderella herself is past her egg-bearing years. Life wasn't always this hard for Lady Cinderella. Once upon a time, she had many friends to frolic, frolic with, but her happy world was shattered this past summer. Evil King Raccoon came pillaging and destroying her previous flock with his band of marauders. Cinderella, who has a habit of wandering, happened to be safely roosted on the roof of the castle when the devastation occurred, escaping harm. Since that fateful week, Cinderella has continued To live peacefully amongst the commoners that bring her her food daily, but she lacks chicken companionship. She is hopeful for a friend or two to cluck with over the long (laughs) winter months, safely nestled in her recently (laughs) renovated and fortified castle. (laughs) this is so well written she loves short walks to the flower beds leisurely dust baths in the driveway and snacks of sunflower seeds in between meals fairy godmother please help our dear cinderella you know where this person needs to go
0: (laughs) to the chicken auction (laughs) (laughs) it took me a long time to figure oh there's an update down below
2: oh wait there was a fairy tale ending a couple days later Thanks to all who responded to Cinderella's plea for chicken companionship. We have some stepsisters coming to join her this weekend. <laughs> I bet they
0: do. <laughs> I love a happy ending. It took me a long time to figure out what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> it was so well written. You you were on your edge of your seat going, what is this? What?
2: I love it. It's now a fortified castle. We need to hire
0: this person to write for us because <laughs> it's a great job. By the way, West Windsor is in New Jersey.
2: Oh, yeah. Then I could I have read it all different. Good thing.
0: This is one of those that's just oh my God. mainly the picture, but I got to say, uh,
2: <laughs> Hannah. Is it, is it, is it, let me just start off by saying, is it weird that I kind of want it?
0: Like, <laughs> I, I mean, everybody I, want, I don't just kind of want it. You already have one, but not I, like this. <laughs> I want it really bad. <laughs> okay. Hannah sent this one. It's a large fiberglass horse, Friesian size, $2,400. You didn't pay that for yours, did you? No, no. <laughs> I did not. Well, the reason this one's twenty four hundred dollars is it is a very large horse, Frisian size, but it, and its mane looks like a Frisian mane. It comes down to its ankles. <laughs>
2: it's but it's so long. not a Frisian, it's an Andalusian, the Andalusian more. Yeah,
0: like. yeah. I don't think they make white Frisians, do they? Because this is a very white no. horse. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. Uh, so the basically it's a
2: it's a <laughs> large fiberglass horse, but like Okay. So for those who don't know, I have my fiberglass horse. His name is Steve and he lives outside the barn. He's currently blanketed for the winter because all the birds poop on him. So we've got an old blanket (laughs) sitting on him and uh, he's, he's, he's sitting out there. And, um, Steve, we, one of the first, I use him from my clinics. And one of the first thing I do when I bring people out there is I'm like, I would like for you to point out all of the confirmation flaws on Steve. (laughs) And I mean, it just keeps going. He's got lymphangitis. He's, a, he's, he's only got one descended testicle. He has some sort of top line <laughs> issue. He has very bad eyes. I, I mean, he's a, he's, a mess. he's a mess. He's got a jugular vein that has been blown like several times through IV shots, I guess. I don't know. He's a mess. He's a mess. This horse may beat Steve. Oh, in, I, I don't know much about confirmation,
0: issues. but that whole back hip area doesn't look right to me.
2: It, it, it doesn't look right. <laughs> however, I think Steve needs company, and if it wasn't twenty four hundred dollars, Hannah, I'd be like, "Bring me this horse. I need it.:
0: Again, I want to know if they sold it. Hannah, call the people. Did they sell it or not? We need to know.:
2: I'll give him five hundred
0: <laughs> <laughs> Allison yeah, Steve would have a have a very handsome compadre then. yeah, but it yeah. does look like they used a barrel, a fifty five gallon drum for the torso, and then attached a back end to it.
2: Oh, it's a hot mess. I mean, (laughs) horse legs don't bend like that. Come on.
0: (laughs) Allison sent this one in. I have three horses that need to find new homes. They are free if you can come and catch them and move them. The mare has pullback issues. No. The one gelding seems to have problems with his one back leg and the other gelding I have not been able to catch, so I have no idea. (laughs) Matter of fact, not 100% sure he's a gelding. (laughs) Oh! And that brings us back to the mayor. Oh, she's <laughs> oh <pregnant>. no. <laughs> oh, she's pregnant. Okay, that was a well written ad, even though it was. Four.
2: I have three horses. Need <laughs> to find out they're free. Come and catch them. The mare has pullback issues, probably because she's never been trained to tie. <laughs> um, one's got a bad back leg, and one's a gelding. You can't catch, uh, but it might be a stud, and the mare might be pregnant. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong?
0: Allison, that was that was a good one.
2: That was a good one. Uh, Rachel sent the next one in, and it's just like a quick uh, ad that says five year old, no punctuation. Oh, spelling five-year-old grade mare good trail horse good wit kids no buck no bite loads wit no problems she is about 14.5 hands <laughs> i ill take 800 for her
0: do you know how many point five hands horses we've had over the years
2: it's fifteen
0: <laughs> we've had that do you think they're trying to say 14 and a half
2: my son, who's 10 years old, he and I had a discussion on hands the other day mm-hmm. and I was like, he was like, what is a hand? I'm like, it's four inches, four inches. Why does my 10 my year olds like, oh, okay, like, why does he get it? And nobody else does.
0: Oh, my God. And you're supposed to measure from, like, the edge of your thumb all the way across uh, to the edge of your pinky uh, on the palm area. And I'm just doing that now because I know some hands are bigger than others. Mine's exactly four inches.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's a cross. Like, yeah. you turn your hand sideways, so your fingers are pointing east or west, and that is – and you put one – and that was how they did it. And they're, like – Forever, so it must it was, have been
0: a six uh about a six foot guy whose hand they used to, <laughs> yeah. to, to originally start it. Adrian said yeah. this one, and it's very short, looking for a registered yearling Indiana over age over age of two under age of six.
2: That's very very general. Yeah,
0: you don't you don't have you're not very picky. This is not a picky person.
2: And let me let me go back and read this. I'm looking for a registered
0: yearling over two. Yeah, that's the part that really. I was was waiting. That's not yearling. (laughs) I was waiting. (laughs) That Mm. makes him a little past yearling. Uh, Just
2: Danielle send this one in. Frisian. Slash, I need you to Google this and see if it's a thing. Okay. Frisian slash deuce, D U T H. Frisian slash deuce, 16.2 hands, very well trained, broken for saddle stands, still for fairer halter trained. Well trained, broken for saddle stands, still. Okay
0: punctuation is important people <laughs> there's no duth, but i wonder if they were trying to say dutch no,
2: no there's no way somebody who wrote the rest of that ad has a frisian <laughs> dutch warm blood cross no chance none
0: <laughs> all right the next one was sent in by claire <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, like, dutch you really gave them way too much credit <laughs> i tried can google it myself see what i can come up with hello this is
1: claire from safford arizona i have a really bad ad from the tucson area it is in all caps and has hardly any punctuation and a couple spelling errors and i'm going to throw in a southern accent because i can two horses <laughs> i have a philly two years old untouched she is a Grulla in color is a mustang and i have her paperwork asking 300 i got her to train her but things have changed and i must find her a new home she is about 13 hand tall I have a two year old Gildin Greenbroke. He is all black. He is about fourteen hand tall. Breed is unknown I got him when he was six month old. He a good boy. Asking two thousand five hundred for him. Oh, It's like there's creamy at you. But I won't do that.
0: Very That's... well. Oh, Extra credit yeah. for her.
2: <laughs> sounds like Tucson. Yeah. Remember, if you record, you send an entry, you send an ad and you get one entry. If you send an ad in that you recorded in your own voice and send it to us, that's two entries. If you said rec- find an ad and record it in your own voice, but then add an additional accent to it, that's triple the entries. Now, does that sound like a Tucson accent? No, but it's not about that, people. It's just about the comedy. You just want the comedy.
0: Claire was, Claire was well done. Well done. Good Good. That was good awesome. job, Claire. <laughs> Made oh, me God. laugh.
2: That was painful. Uh, Danielle sent this one in. Mayor for Trade. Dash $12,345. So that's one, two, three, four, five. And Tecumseh. Tecumseh is in o- There's a Tecumseh in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. They call it Tecumseh. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they really do. Yes, yeah. it's Tecumseh. Considering trading my flea-bitten gray mare, roughly 14.3 hands, nine years old, broke to ride but not real confident when it comes to loping, this mare will buck if left sitting for a while. So... Take a minute to lunge her or cowboy slash girl up and ride it out. She's a cowboy's kind of horse. Looking looking to trade for something a little taller and easygoing that can sit a while. Yeah, I'm trying not to die. So I'd like to (laughs) trade my bucking monster horse for something that's like really trained.
0: Yeah, every time. Every time. By the way, there's a Tecumseh in Michigan and Oklahoma and Ontario. They're all over the place.
2: Well, let's go with Oklahoma, because that sounds like something somebody there would say.
0: (laughs) Allison sent this one in. PNW Horses and Tack Facebook page, Pacific Northwest. Some nice AQHA colts available. Papers in hand. Located in. Bay not pictured. Sorrel gray and buckskin roan. Where is it located? It's just located in, period. In. It's just in. (laughs) Located in. They're just located in. (laughs)
2: Wait, <laughs> hey, it's located in. Okay. This, this That's person can't can put know. more
0: than three words in a sentence. <laughs> <It's>
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Nothing is more than three words. Uh, Mary Ann sent the next one in, and this is North Alabama horses. And then uh, it goes on to say ISO. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> ISO. I'm looking for a married man recently cheated on, mad and scorned. Who's willing to sell his wife's cow horses for what she told them they cost? <laughs> <laughs> we
0: never make up prices. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. They know how to get a cheap horse, don't they? <laughs> Just put it out there. All right, Rebecca said. you know what? <laughs> do, you, do you know
2: what my son told me the other day? What? He was talking about something that he wanted for Christmas, and he's like, "I was like, how much is it?" Okay, are you sitting, sitting down? This is what my son did to me.
0: Yeah.
2: I said, well, where, is it? where do you get it? How much is it? he's like, it's like 800 bucks. And I was like, good Lord. He's like, just kidding. It's 300. It's like, ugh. and I was like, oh, <laughs> you just pulled my trick on me. Because now 300 doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I'm like, I am, so, I, I don't think I've ever been more proud of you <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm so proud you're finally working <laughs> i don't know it's not christmas yet <laughs> probably i'll buy it for him i'll probably buy him too just for his genius
0: rebecca sent the last one in it's uh from the texas horse group i have a kind of two for one deal or separate i have this two horse trailer needs tires and work super cheap on its own i just want it moved yep I bet you do. Flat tires, complete <laughs> rust, no windows. Uh, hitch doesn't work. Yep, I bet you wouldn't moved. Then I have this one-and-a-half-year-old Cremello paint colt with blue eyes. That is very cream-colored, that horse. That's a dad is, dad is 16 hands. Mom is 15 two hands. Can be registered as a Missouri Foxtrotter. He is a gelding. Been haltered, tied, loaded, but needs a lot of work. I picked up his feet as well. But he's more a uh, fresh slate. which means Translation,
2: it didn't, <laughs> it, didn't,
0: it didn't go well. <laughs> Biggest vice is loading. He hates it.
2: Well, I wouldn't no <laughs> give him a damn trailer either.
0: <laughs> he hates it and definitely needs pushed in. Something I'd say would need to be worked on first. I'm yeah. focusing on his dad at the moment, so I don't have time for him. Location in Johnson City, Texas. Lowest of low for both. Or low for trailer. Yeah.
2: Your horse didn't want to cin- get into
0: this trailer.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do we get this cinder block that the the trailer's sitting on cuz I'm only going to take it if I can get that. Um <laughs> that Why don't cream. you not breed your horse? What don't
0: don't well, do that. I one thing I it is gelded though. So I I give her that. Um but I I tell you that is a cream 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 color. Wow. That'd be tough to (sighs) keep clean.
2: (laughs) I do love the fact that you completely went over all the spelling mistakes. Yeah,
0: I just thought I didn't have time do that I love you. We'd have been here all night.
2: (laughs) It can't be registered. It can be rescued. (laughs) We'd be here all day. We'd be here all day day if we had
0: done the misspellings in this one. Uh, All right. I
2: just got Effie rest. Rescitered, by res- the way. Yeah, Effie's rescued now. <laughs> She's rescued. I love it. I'm so proud.
0: <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Thank you, everybody, for sending in the entries. We really appreciate it. We hope you have a terrific weekend. Hang around. We'll just uh, be here for the auditors for a minute or two. You know what? Two. Do you
2: want me to tell my heavy drinking story in the uh, post show? Oh, perfect. I yeah, yeah, I think I for it's for more Monday.
0: appropriate there. I think it's more appropriate in <sighs> the post show. So we'll do that. We'll do that coming up. Uh, and then we're going to be calling uh, AA. Uh, and so. But- Jamie to a meeting. <laughs> so. I'm, 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 I haven't even heard the story, and I'm calling already.
2: <laughs> I really, really. Wine is not my friend. <laughs>
0: I thought it was tequila.
2: <laughs> I was waiting for the music so I could say Spade Neuter Geld, and tequila and I. We we just don't meet.
0: <laughs> just, no first. There's no second dates with tequila. No. Uh, everybody no. has a lot of first dates with tequila. There's no second dates.
2: No second date.